Okay, Bruchim Abom, welcome everyone. Parshas Tukude, the final parsha on Sefer Shemais. So, we want to thank Dr. Zakhem Mushpachta for sponsoring the Shema on Sefer Shemais, Lei Nishmas, Rav Shloyma, Eliezer, Ben Rav Yaakov Zakhem, and Lei Nishmas, Rav Rivka, Bas Tuvia Halevi. We thank her for sponsoring uh, Sefer Shemais, Mavarach, their family, Simcha Sanachas, Arbias Goyal Tzedek. Tonight's year is sponsored by Yedidi, uh, Dr. Mayor Fuchs, who is the sponsor of the humble Sefer Magad Horakia on Purim and Lashon HaKodesh. So if you got the English one last week, that doesn't mean that you can't get the Hebrew one this week, and vice versa. They're different pieces. And uh, tonight is Dr. Fuchs's uh, mother's yard site, so tonight she is dedicated to Nishmas Chana Bas Mayor Yitzchak, Whose uh, yard site is tonight? Rosh Chodesh Adar Beganeden Teimenu Chasu. She should be Melissa Yishar for their her, their whole family for Simcha Sanachas Arbi Yaskal Okay, Purim. Purim is coming up. The best shiur Maran Purim, but it's also Parshas Pekudei. So let us begin in the following way. <clears throat> the Medrash tells us regarding the Machzas Hashekel. So even though this week is not Kisisa. But we're going to go back to the Machzah Sashekel a little bit. And the Medrash wants to know, what's the union of the Machzah Sashekel? Why do we give a Machzah Sashekel? The Medrash first talks about Pidyon Haben. Raise your hand if you ever went to a Pidyon Haben. Raise your hand if you ever made a Pidyon Haben. Okay. Um, what's the union of a Pidyon Haben? The five Sela that we give to the Koyen is the Kapara for Mechiras Yosef, which was five Sela. Okay, interesting. What opinion of Ben has to do with Mechiras Yosef? That we're going to save for a different time. But, says the Medrash, if you look at number seven, You sold the son of Rachel for 20 silver pieces. Therefore, each and every person, it should reach a half a beka, a half a coin per head. In other words, the Medrash makes the following chajmin. They sold Yosef for 20 silver pieces. Ten of the brothers sold Yosef. So that comes out that each brother got two dinar for the sale of Yosef. Two dinar equals a half a shekel. So the purpose of Matzah HaShekel is to bring a kapara from Mechiras Yosef. You ever hear that? That the reason you give a matzah sashekel is to atone for Mechiras Yosef. So, uh, on Erev Purim, you're going to go to the pushka, go to that plate, and they're going to be these old rusty half-silver dollars. Did I ever tell you the miracle that happened with the silver, the half-silver dollars? We don't have time now. But I have a really good story about that. Mamish, a miracle. One of the most unbelievable things that ever happened to me. Anyway, um... The reason why we give a half a shekel, when you put when you put in that buck fifty and you pick up the three silver shekel and you're going to lift it up, you should think this is a kapara for mechiras yosef. That is what the matter says. What in the world does machzas shekel have to do with mechiras yosef? I mean, what machzas shekel is in kisisa, it goes to the adonim of the mishkan, right? This week's parsha talks about the adonim. Why exactly is the machzas shekel a kapara for mechiras yosef? Let's talk about another question. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Megillah, Amar Reish Lakish, 
it is revealed and known before he who said and the world came into being that Haman was destined to weigh out for the Jewish people Asara Salafim Kika Kesef 10,000 talents of silver. So, and Haman was going to garner a certain kayak and a certain power by measuring out those those shekel, and therefore God preempted Haman. Haman wanted to kill us in Yud Gimel Adar, therefore we preempt him annually by giving the Machsasa Shekel every year. When do they start announcing about the Machsasa Shekel? Rosh Chodesh Adar. Tonight, tonight in Yerushalayim, they would have these trucks going around with the loudspeaker. Everyone give a Machsasa Shekel! Everyone give a Machsasa Shekel! And on all the signs, they would... Uh, they would... Uh, poster everywhere, plaster everywhere, everyone has to give the Machsasa Shekel. Of course, the Machsasa Shekel would go to the carbon tumid, which was uh, had to be renewed, the fund had to be renewed Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and a month before, we would uh, make a collection for the Machsasa Shekel, and that was done on Adar, but the Gemara says the deeper reason of why that was done on Adar is to preempt Haman. Haman was coming, and this is an interesting idea, because, what do you mean we preempt him? It's now a thousand years after Haman. Haman tried to kill us on Yud Gimel Adar. Oh, we preempt him on Rosh Chodesh Adar a thousand years later? But the idea is that the power of Haman is annual. It's a living Kayach. That's why we fast every year, Tainas Esther, Tzmiyavatel, this year's Haman. And every year we go through the mitzvahs of Purim to again abolish Haman, the annual Haman. And how do we abolish Haman's kayak of measuring out the silver coins? By um, announcing the Machsas HaShekel every Rosh Chodesh Adar. So now the question is, how does the Machsas HaShekel, what is it about the Machsas HaShekel that overcomes Haman? Like, what's the quality of Machsas HaShekel that overcomes Haman? And another interesting thing is the Gemara says, aside from... Uh, the announcement about the Machsas Hashek and Rosh Chodesh Adar, there's another thing we announce in Rosh Chodesh Adar. The Gemara says, V'hainu v'tnan be'echad be'adar mashmi'en al hashkalem. On the first day, Yevni Shitz of Adar, we call out about the Shkalem and the al haklayim and about Klayim. Yeah? Isn't that interesting? Every Rosh Chodesh Adar, we would call out about Klayim. We would make the following announcement. Most people during the winter, they're a little bit sluggish, and they're a little out of touch, and they're a little disoriented, and, you know, they're bogged down, and they're not really following what's going on in their fields. And over the course of the winter, you know, things could start to grow on their own, and maybe some clayim started to grow together. And therefore, on the first day of Adar, we call out, make sure that you don't have grapes and wheat, you know, growing together. And we make an announcement that you need to separate all Klayim in the fields. So it's very interesting that basically we make two announcements. Everyone, make sure you give Machsas HaShekel and everyone separate your Klayim. Like, like what does one have to do with the other? What, what does the Machsas HaShekel got to do with the uh, making sure that people don't have Klayim planted in their fields? So let us begin with the Drasha of Siach Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Chavar, who is called the Pesh Lishi. He's called the Pesh Lishi. He's a student of a student of the Vilna Gain. And he has an incredible exposition about the Machzah HaShekel and about the subject of Achdos. He says as follows. He says that when Klal Yisrael is in unity, 
they are blessed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when Klai Yisrael is Ba'achdos, they are not limited by number. Number by definition is finite. Number by definition is uh, finite. You have three, you have seven, you have a billion, but a number is finite. But when we're one, then we could connect to the infinite, we could connect to Hashem, and then we're not subject to finite, and we could be blessed with all the blessings in the world. So basically, the Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Chavar says that when Klal Yisrael is one, and we're not counted, see the danger is, remember in Kisisa, Hashem says, don't count the Jewish people, if you count the Jewish people, they're going to be subject to plague. But when we're not counted, that means we're one. Counted means he's one guy by himself, that guy over there, that hot shot in, in you know, deep right field, and that big shot over there. But that's when we're counted. When we're not counted, then we all recognize we need each other. I need your talents. He needs you. You need me, and so forth. And when Kaisos Biachtos, then we could connect to Hashem Echad, and we could gain all the blessing in the world, like Chazal tell us, that if Klaishu would be Ba'achtos, HaKadosh would even forego and forgive the Avera of Avodah Zara. Therefore, but once we're disparate, then Hashem says, I'm one. If you guys are not one, I'm not with you. So what happens if Hashem says, I'm not with you? Then we're going to be governed by Mazalais. Now here's the problem. North Koreans have a mazel. Russians have a mazel. Ukrainians have a mazel. Polacks have a mazel. Klal Yisrael has no mazel, which means naturally we should not exist. Like when Hashem told Avraham, Avraham looked up in the stars. Avraham said, hey, I don't exist. God said, you're right. Naturally you don't exist. I carry you above the stars. You're connected to me. But when we can't connect to God, then we have no right to exist. So if we're not ba'achtos, then we can't connect to Hashem Echad. And we can't connect to Hashem Echad, we cannot exist, period. So comes Haman, and Haman throws this dagger at the Jewish people. What's the dagger? Take a look at number three. You see, Achashver says, I'm afraid to start up with the Jewish people. They're despair. You know, I'm afraid of their God. So Haman says, you don't have to be afraid of their God. Their God is not with them. Achshir says, what do you mean their God is not with them? No! Yesh noyam echad! They used to be one! But now mefuzar umefoira! They're disparate. They can't get along. He doesn't like him. She doesn't like her. They don't like each other. They they, they go to each other's simchas and they're, they're, they're just like eyeing each other and they're jealous of each other and they're thinking, when is it going to be over and why him? And he's not worthy of it. He's not deserving. And they're just like, bitter toward each other. So uh, Haman says, don't worry, God's not with them. God's only with them when they're one. But they're not one! They're Mephuzar Mephairad! Right? And we said many times, that's... The Manas Halevi says, that's the reason for Mishlayach Manas, to create unity in Kalisot, to show Haman was wrong. That's why Esther says, Leich Kenois Eskal Hayyudim. Here's the plan. Gather them! And do what? Do nothing. Just gather them. Now, here's the secret of the century. Okay, everyone says, Achdos, let's all get along, let's come by let's have a kumzitz and sing songs that have Yerushalayim in it. Okay? And maybe thank you, Hashem, also. No, no, that has nothing to do with Achdos. And we have to know, should you be Ba'achdos with all Jews? Maybe not. 
We'll see. With who? Who should you be ba'achdos with? What's the cons- What's the importance of achdos? Says Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Chavar, a frightening idea. There are two forces of evil in the world. There's the Samach Mem, the Samach Mem, and there's the Nachash. And that's the one couple that, you know, you know where they got married. That is a, that is some couple. The Samach Mem and the Nachash. The, the, the force of impurity and the snake. And they are this really great couple. If they ever got together, when they do get together, they destroy the world. The Samach Mem and the Nachash. And corresponding to them is Kutshabrichu and the Shechina. You know, we, uh, for those who say L'Shem Yuchud, you say a mitzvah is, you want to be Meyached Kutshabrichu and the Shechina. Now, what exactly that means? What does it mean to be Meyached Kutshabrichu and the Shechina? Hashem is one. How could we even say Hashem has different elements? But there is such a concept. There's Kutshabrichu and the Shechina, and they are standing opposed to the Nachash and the Samachmet. Says Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Chavar, the student of the student of the Gra. When Klal Yisrael is b'machloikes, Kutshabrichu and the Shechina separate. And the Samach Mem and the Nachash unite. And they bring destruction to the world. And when Klal Yisrael is b'achdus, Kutshabrichu and Shechina unite. And the Samach Mem and the Nachash, they separate. That's the way it goes. And therefore, says Rabbi Yisrael, there is no Avera in the Torah worse than Machloikis. You know why? Because literally, all devastation in the world comes from Machloikis. When there's Machloikis, God, the Kutshabich HaShchina, separate, and the Samachmem and the Nachash get together. When there's Shalom, then Kutshabich HaShchina come together, and the Samachmem and the Nachash separate. Now you're going to hear the second biggest, um, now you're going to hear the second biggest Chiddush of the century, maybe of the millennia. People go to the farm store and they put up these big signs, Mazel Adar Dogim, with like this friendly fish, like from a cartoon, like from Curio, from uh, Charlie Brown or something, right? Like this googly-eyed fish that makes you feel good. Oh, Mazel Adar Dogim. Because I'll say that when Haman uh, saw that the Mazel Adar Dogim, he was happy because he'll be able to destroy Klal Yisrael. Are you telling me Haman looked at that cartoon fish and he said, Oh, the scary fish is coming! I'm able to destroy the Jews! I mean, that fish is the most, you know, wacky-looking character in the world. I mean, it's like this, it's like a cartoon character. It makes you, it makes you smile. Is that really what empowered Haman? Because he saw Mr. Googly-Eyed Fish? What exactly is the Mazel Adar Dagim? The answer is, this Mazel Adar Dagim has been homogenized and sanitized for kindergarten people. So it makes them feel good that this is a fish, that they have like a goldfish. Otherwise, Haman is not getting empowered by that fish that you buy on that poster. You know who the dogim are? Chazal say that when Hashem created the world, He created the world, big monsters. And if these two monsters, the Levyasan and its mate got together, they would destroy the world, so God had to kill one and salt the other. You know who the two fish of Adar are? The Samach Mem and the Nachash. That's the last time you're putting up like Mazal Adar Dogim in your in your shul. You know, Mazal Adar are the two monsters.
And Haman was very empowered. The Dogim here are the Nachash and the Sanachmen. And you ever wonder, um, the Mazel of Nisan is what? What? The, no, the, the Tle, right? The sheep. And the Mazel of uh, Sivan are twins. And the Mazel of, you have a bucket, and you have Besula, and you have all kinds of... And Adar is plural, Dogim. Which Dogim? Two fish, the Samach Mem and the Anachash. Uh, and when Adar comes out in a regular year, they get together and they destroy the world. So Hashem orchestrated, according to Yishami, that the year that the Purim story happened, Yishami says it was an Ibriyar, to keep the Nachash away from the Samach Mem. They purposely were Ma'aber the Shana to split up these two monsters. Otherwise, they would literally destroy the world. So when Haman pointed out, he was saying the Jewish people are disparate. The Shechina and the Kutshabricho are away from each other. Achashverosh, you have nothing to worry about because now they're not connected to Hashem. Now they have to connect to a mazel. They have no mazel. We're going to destroy them. We're going to unleash the Nachash and the Samach Mem, says Rabbi Yitzhak And therefore, what's the Yitzhak to overcome Haman? The Machzus Hashem. Why? Say, Gladstein, Kisisa was two weeks ago. Well, relax, okay? The Machsas HaShekel says that we're all equal. I'm not better than you. I'm not more important than you. You're as valuable as I am. We're all equal. We're all part of the same team. Ha'asher lo yarbe. You can't give more. You can't give less. Everyone is equally valued in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The purpose of the Machsas HaShekel is to simply to create Jewish unity. As the Al-Sheikh HaKadosh quotes from Shlema Al-Kabitz, look number four, he famously says that the purpose of Machsas HaShekel is L'Hoyrois, as B'nai Yisrael, Yachas Achtusam, Bal Yale Alei Vishmehem, Shu Nifrod Mechaveroi, let nobody think that he's separate from his friend. Kiim Kiilu Kalechad Chatsi, rather everyone is only half and when we join together, Nasa Echad Shalim. So I give a machsis, you give a machsis to indicate we are a Dover Shalim together. Therefore, the machsis Hashekel preempted Haman. Haman says we're a bunch of, we're disparate, we're we can't get along. So we preempt him on Rosh Chodesh Adar with the machsis Hashekel to demonstrate Achdos. And what do we do with the machsis Hashekel? We give it to the Mishkan. And what did they make out of the Mishkan? Says Rabbi Yitzhak this week's parsha, they have a chumash, they take the Machsas HaShakel, and they make it into Adonim. What are the Adonim? What are the Adonim? They're the sockets that the planks stand in. Meaning, what does the Mishkan stand on? The Machsas HaShakel. On the Achdos Yisrael. The entire Mikdash and the Mishkan stands on Achdos Yisrael. Now we understand how Sinas Chinam destroys the Beis HaMikdash. Because without, the Beis HaMikdash stands on the Adonim, which is the Achdos Yisrael. When we don't have Achdos, the Mishkan has nothing to stand on. So that is the basis of the Mishkan. That is the basis of the Mikdash. The Adonim. And the Adonim were produced from the Machsas HaShekel, meaning the Beis HaMikdosh stands on Achdos Yisrael.
Now it's very interesting because was that the only thing that they used for the Mishkan or for for, for the Maxis Hashekel? Were the Avdanim the only thing they made out of the Maxis Hashekel? Anyone remember what else did they make out of the Maxis Hashekel? The, the hooks. So it says like this. I once heard from Rabbi Saul Reisman. You know, there's a halacha. How many people make up uh, a Rishus Harabim Daraisa? Six hundred thousand. Why? Because the Machana Yisrael in the Midbar were 600,000 Jews. No, they weren't. We read in this week's parsha. how many Jews were there in the Midbar? There were 603,550. So where did who, so where, who, this come from? Ah, 600,000 Jews. There is no such thing as 600,000 Jews. There never were 600,000. The Machana Yisrael were 603,000. So why is it that if someone carries an Roshus with 600,000 Jews, they're Chayiv for violating Shabbos. Why should we be You still need another 3,550. Now, 600,000 Jews who contributed to the Machzah HaShakel, their 600,000 Machzah HaShakel went to make 100 Adonim. But the 1,775 Shekel, which came from the 3,550, they went for the Bavim. It could be, Rabbi Reisman suggests, not all the Jews walked in the Machana Yisrael. Because we know there were many Jews expelled from, um, from the Anon. The Anon expelled many Jews. So it could be, he wants to suggest, only 600,000 Jews were in the Anon. So the 600,000 Jews who were in the Anon they contributed to the Adonim that were in the Mishkan. And the 3,550 who walked outside of the camp, they contributed to the Vavim that were outside of the Mishkan. Okay. But I just want to add, if the purpose of the Maxal Shekel is for Achdos Yisrael, then the Adonim we know is what houses the Mishkan. But a Vav, Vavin, Vavin represents a Vav Hachibor, the Vav of Attachment meaning I need to be connected with you. As we know, when Cain uh, killed Hevel, so Chazal say that Hashem made a sign on Cain's forehead, uh, the Zayar says, what was the ois? The letter Vav. He was telling Cain, you wanted to be all by yourself in this world. You felt you didn't need anybody else. You, the lesson's going to be, you're going to have a permanent Vav on your forehead, indicating you made a big mistake. In this world, you need other people. You can't be selfish. You can't only be into yourself. So the Vav in also perhaps um, represent the need for Achdos Yisrael. Now, one little thing. Comes Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, and Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz wants to know, okay, that means on Rosh Chodesh Adar they announce Mashmim al Hashkolim and on Aklayim. Right? So what do the two have to do with each other? They they make an announcement that you have to give the Masas HaShekel, and they also make an announcement that you have to get rid of your Klayim. Like, Matz Shemitah Eitzel Harsinai. So it says Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, Jewish unity is very important with good people, not with Rishon. There's no unity with, with Rishon. So therefore, Chazal reminding us, yeah, we all need to give achtos, provided it's min b'minoi. We're all the same species. But with those who are not enoi minam, klayim, you got to get rid of your klayim. In other words, only be ba'achtos with those who are doing the correct thing. That's a little tricky because... Yetzirah will convince you, oh, they're not doing the correct thing, they're not doing. But there is a, an objective threshold 
of when people are acting properly. So all Jews were ba'achta, so those who are not. So then, basically, we value them. We say, look, we're here. So that could also be symbolized by 600,000. We make Adonim. And they're all ba'achtos, but they're not ba'achtos with the 350, 300 and... 3,550. They're sort of on the, you know, they're in the bleachers. So, okay. So that's, uh, now, according to this approach, we understand very beautifully how the machzus hashekel is the kapara from Mechir Yosef. We started off the Medrash says that the purpose of Machsas HaShekel is a kapara for Mechiros Yosef. What does Machsas HaShekel got to do with Mechiros Yosef? The answer is very simple. Mechiros Yosef was the paragon, the paradigm, the quintessential example of Sinas Chinam. And the way to correct that is through Machsas HaShekel. Machsas HaShekel brings Achdos Yisra. Okay, so that would be a very beautiful explanation for the Medrash of how... The Machzus HaShekel is a, a kapara for Mechiras Yosef. So it comes out, the Machzus HaShekel engenders Achtus, and then what do we use the Machzus HaShekel for? The Adonim, and the whole Mishkan then stands on Achtus Yisrael, it stands on the Machzus HaShekel. But here's another incredible pshat. I want to thank my friend Daniel Weinstein, who sent me a parsha sheet called Koivetz Penine Hashar, where I saw this uh, second approach. What was the sin of Mechiras Yosef? Do we want sin? You have brothers. They kidnapped their brother. They threw him in a pit with snakes and scorpions. They tried to kill him. They took him away from his father. And they sold him to a foreign land. There is an amazing Yalkut Ruveni. Yaakov Ruveni says in Parshas Taldos that the hundred Adonim that the Mishkan stood on represent another thing in Yiddishkeit, another thing in Judaism, that are a hundred. What else do we have that's a hundred? Mea brachos b'chalim. A hundred blessings a day. Yeah? We have a hundred blessings a day. The... When David Amel saw that people were dying, he was masaking that you have to make a hundred blessings a day. Somehow the hundred Adonim represent Mea Brachis B'chalyam says the Yalkut Ruveni. There's a wondrous Zayar. The Zayar Chadar says in Parshas Chukas, you know what the Avera of Mechiras Yosef was? That they didn't let Yosef make Mea Brachis B'chalyam. I mean, huh? That's the problem. They try to kill him. They try to sell him. They could. I mean, I don't know if he could wear tefillin. I don't know if they shema. That's what we're nailing them for. Yeah, that's what the Zayar says explicitly. The problem with Mechiras Yosef is they tried to take away Mea Brachos. Okay. Now, right off the bat, it comes out very beautiful because. The Adonim, the hundred Adonim, represent Meir Brachos. What was it made out of? The Machsas HaShekel. So now we see how Machsas HaShekel is a kapara for Mechiras Yosef. The sin of Mechiras Yosef is they took away a hundred Brachos. So the Tikkun is, give a Machsas HaShekel, establish the Mishkan, which is the reflection, the representation of a hundred Brachos. 
So it comes out uh, quite amazing how the Machsus HaShekel is a kapara for Mechiras Yosef, because Machsus HaShekel was used for the Adonim. The Adonim represent Meir Brachas B'choyam, and the sin of Mechiras Yosef was they prevented him from making Meir Brachas B'choyam. Now, you're saying, what does this have to do with the mask mandate because of COVID? You'll see. Uh, I thought you might ask that question. So we're going to get to that. Because, you know, on Purim we wear masks. But only, we only wear it on Purim. Right? Some people like to have Purim the whole year. So they wear masks more often than that. But what, that's the big question. What does this year have to do with the mask mandate? You're going to, the masve. Masve. So we're going to see. It comes the Bnei Yisachar, and the Bnei Yisachar says, every month has an angel. You know that, Rebbe Ezra? Every month has a malach. What's the malach of Adar? The malach of Adar is Avarchial. I didn't know that either. But the malach of Adar is Avarchial. Avarich, Avarchi, I will bless Kale. In fact, Megala Mukoy says, this malach is in charge of a hundred blessings. That's like his, that's his job. If you visit him in his office, he gives you his business card, it says Avarchial, angel in charge of a hundred blessings. I don't happen not to have the card on me, but that's what it would say. Avarchiel, he's the angel who's mamune over a hundred brachas. So that means the month of Adar is specifically de- designated for Meya brachas. In fact, one of the Ramazim to Meya brachas is Noom HaGever Hukam Oyal. Oyal is a hundred. A hundred brachas. David HaMelech established a hundred brachas. And when, when you make a hundred brachas b'chalyayim, it becomes masaik. Sweet. The gematria of Noom HaGever Hukam Oil is 546 sweet. Who's the opposite? What's the opposite of sweet? Bitter. 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 Bitter ze be'anglis, avo be'ivrit, mar. Mar. 240. Who else is 240? Amalek. Amalek is mar. He's bitter. 240. Amalek is gematria mar. 240. Got it? So, the opposite of Amalek is Masaik. A hundred brachos is sweet, and Amalek is bitter. When Esther stands up, Vatakam is Oisiyos, Masaik. Vatakam Esther. She's sweet. Now, the Svarim HaKadoshim tell us that the hundred brachos are alluded to in the word Nun. Nun is spelled Nun, Nun. Now, watch this. Comes a and the Chida says, where is Amalek Marumas in the Torah? Eidoisecha ne'emnu me'oid levescha no'ava koidesh. Got it? Eidoisecha ne'emnu me'oid levescha no'ava koidesh. Rosh Hashay Tevois, Amalek. Eidoisecha, ayin. Ne'emnu, nun. There's no nun. Me'oid, mem. Leves chalamid, koidesh. Edesecha nemnum ay levescha. No avakos. That's a molek. Edesecha, but there's a nun. Edesecha nemnum meoid levescha. No, there are two nuns. Yeah, a molek's job is to take away the two nuns. A molek is going to take away a hundred brachos. That's a molek's focus. A molek wants to rob you of a hundred brachos b'chol yom, because a molek says 
Why are you thanking Hashem for the water? It's a coincidence. Why are you thanking Hashem for clothing? It's a coincidence. Why are you thanking Hashem for shoes? It's a coincidence. Why are you thanking Hashem for chicken? It's a coincidence. It's all mikra. Amalek doesn't believe in Hashgacha. So Amalek is a doisecha ne'emnu me'oid levescha no'avakosh. Amalek's going to rob you of a hundred brachos. So what do we do? And when Amalek's going to rob us of a hundred brachos, we're dead. Maves. So what do we have? How do you fix Maves? You have to give Mishlayach. Manois. you got to get in two nuns. So Maves, you stick one nun into one Manois. And then to another guy, you give Mishlech Manois again, and you put him the second one. So Mishlech Manois is going to fix Amalek. Amalek brings a Maves to the world. Mem, Vav, Taf. And how do you fix it? you got to stick in the two nuns. Don't just give one guy Mishlech Manois, because then you're going to be like 50-50. You know, 50-50 guys are, they flunk. So you have to go Manois. Manois, you're going to stick in the nun to one guy, stick in the nun, and now the Mar... The bitterness of Maves is going to become... What, what happens when you stick into Maves two nuns? Mishleach Manois, Manois, you put a kuf in Maves, Masaik, you're back to sleep. You're sweet. So basically, you have... Amalek is death. He's taking out two nuns. He's going to take out... He's going to create Maves. He's mar. He's bitter. So if he's bitter, he's going to bring Maves. He is a doisecha ne'emnu ma'oid levescha no'avakosh. He's going to remove the two nuns. So we got to stick the two nuns back in. Manois, manois, and then we become masoik. Now throughout the Megillah we have many Ramazim to the hundred brachas. For example, Ki chein yisad ha'melech. Ki is 30. Chein is 70, is 100. Or... Mas, mas is a hundred, the hundred brachas. Now, yes, yes. Let me just see one second. So. I saw this. I'm not sure where it went right now. What's the Indian of putting on a mask on Purim? The Samach Mem. Samach Mem is 100. He wants to take away the 100 brachas b'chal yayim. So you know what we're going to do? What else does the Samach Mem want to do? We know Amalek comes and says, Kiyad al-Kais. Ka. What letters does he take away? The Vav and the Hay. So we got to knock him out. How do we knock him out? First, we punch him until he's completely flipped around. And he becomes from Samach Mem. He turns into Mem Samach. Once he becomes Mem Samach, we bring back the Vav and the hay, and we make him into Masve. We put on, when you put on a mask, now you have to know what the Kavana is when you put on the mask. The Kavana of putting on the mask is you're knocking, you're punching the Samach Mem, you're flipping him around, he's becoming Mem Samach, and then you bring back the Vav K, and that's the mask. Right? I'm sure that's what your kavanah is when you put on the mask. But not the pandemic mask, a different mask. A different, on Purim you can wear whatever mask you want. Okay, so now, now this is Oyem Benoya. What was the sin of Mechiras Yosef? Remember, what did the Zayar say? What was the sin of Mechiras Yosef? 
Daniel. What did, what did they stop Yosef from doing? A hundred brachas. Uh, the, the Torah says that when Yosef was being sold, Hashem made a great miracle that the, the Arabs that were transporting Yosef, they were carrying nichos, the tsari, they smelled good. And this was a big miracle that this tzaddik shouldn't have to suffer from a bad smell. Usually they carry bad smelling things. I have a question. This guy, Yosef's been kidnapped. He's being held hostage by terrorists. They belong to every terrorist group in the world. You think he was happier that his terrorists were wearing a very pleasant smelling cologne? Like Yosef saying, you know, thank you Hashem that I'm being um, terrorized by pleasant smelling terrorists. I mean, is that, what exactly is the kavan of Chazal? Oh, they're carrying besamim. What was the sin of Mechiras Yosef? The sin was that they stopped Yosef from making me'abrach. Now, what do you do when you're in a jam and it's hard it's hard to make me'abrachas. What do we do on Yom Kippur? People pass around the besamim. Why? You can't eat, you can't drink, you're lacking me'abrachas. So besamim is always the, the, the go-to way. So Hashem said, Eshvatim, you think you're going to keep away from Yosef me'abrachas? I'm going to make sure that these Arabs are carrying every kind of atzei besamim, izbe besamim, mine besamim. This way Yosef will be smelling besamim the whole time. Hogedin is a hundred brother. That was the Indian, says the, one of the Talmidei Hagoyim, Tiferes Hagershuni. That was the Indian why these Arabs were carrying various kinds of besamim. So, it comes out very remarkable. Says the Sefer Koivetz Penine Hashar that Amalek is here in this world to do what? To take away from Klal Yisrael the Kuf, a hundred. They're Secha, Nam Numaoid, They're going to take away the two Nuns and they're going to make Masoik into Maves. So, how do we counteract them? Who are the two heroes of Purim? Mordechai and Esther. Mordechai is Rosh Besomim. Esther is Hadas, another kind of Besomim. Because we can say, Haman, you're going to take away a hundred brachas? The Besomim are here. You can never take away the hundred brachas. That's why the, the heroes of Purim are compared to Besomim. Besomim is always the security blanket when you're being challenged with the Mea brachas. Bottom line is, so Haman's coming to be Mamayid from Klaisro Mea brachas. So how do we preempt him? We preempt him by giving Matzah Sashakel. What does the Matzah Sashakel go to? The hundred Adonim, which represent the Mea Brachos B'chol So that's another way how we preempt Haman. And that's how Rabbi said the Matzah Sashakel is the Kapora from Mechiras Yosef. Mechiras Yosef was trying to take away from Klal Yisrael Mea Brachos. And the Matzah Sashakel build an edifice that magnify and disseminate to the world so it comes out very beautiful. There are two really chatoim of Mechiras Yosef. There's lack of achdos, machloikes. That's all that's cured by machzus hashekel. And that's what the Mishkan stands for. The other chesaron in Mechiras Yosef is that they took away from Yosef mea brachos. And therefore Hashem made sure that the Arabs were carrying all kinds of besomim, hadasim, nichos, sorry, veloich, gedim, all the ala, fina, shmeken. Right, all the good smelling things, and um, by giving the machzas hashekel, we preempt Haman's attempt to create maves in the world. He takes away the two nuns. He is and we preempt him by building the great edifice of the Mishkan by giving the machzas hashekel, 
and making the hundred Adonim, which teach the world about a hundred brachos. Okay, Marv Rabbi this concludes Sefer Shemois. HaKadosh Baruch should be mevarech all of us with chizuk in all in Yanim, especially Belimar Torah. We should all be zoicha to the bracha we're going to say of chazak, chazak, v'nis chazek. And wishing everyone a freilichin chaydesh adar. We should only have a month of Yeshua's, v'nachamais, and simcha. Lanu l'chal Yisrael. Amen. I'm going to tell you that. Why'd you start? 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 Why